Hello and welcome to another episode of my podcast series about music education and today I am going to talk about the music education plan and what it's all about and why it's so important in this current climate. The National Plan for Music Education was a key role, a key part into shaping the future for music education for every 10 years. This plan came out under the Conservative Liberal Democrat government back in 2010-2015, but this was published in 2010. The vision of the National Plan for Music Education is detailed within the paper and it is to enable children from all backgrounds and every part of England to have the opportunity to learn a musical instrument, to make music with others, to learn to sing and to have the opportunity to progress onto the next level of excellence. A question that brings itself to mind is what is the music education plan? It provides a flexible template for high, higher quality music provision and enables children from all backgrounds to learn an instrument and then allowed for greater access and coverage to areas of communities that have poor connections with music services. From September 2012, the plan wanted to maintain music in schools from 5 to 14 year, year olds. Also detailed within this plan was a primary initial teacher training module to boost teaching in music and to make sure that teachers were taught properly in how to teach music to young people and children. The plan also detailed that by 2013 music educator qualifications would be created and music education hubs audit local needs and in collaboration with schools to formulate plans with opportunities that are well communicated to parents and to the children. One of the primary focuses of this plan was to focus on assessing and meeting local needs and making sure that there was inclusivity included in each area of the country and that the education hubs were reaching out to people and children in rural areas and areas that were not necessarily getting access to this education. This plan extends to 2020 and this year, as it is 2020, a lot of music teachers and people in the profession are, very, are really anticipating that the new plan for music education will release more funding for music education hubs and will be clearer within what music hubs can do to reach out to people in the community. Also detailed within the plan is that the government will make sure that they are li liaising with schools and making sure that music is being taught properly at a professional level. The number accessing regular weekly instrumental tuition has grown from 438,772 in 2005 to a projected figure of 1.15 million in 2011. This music education plan originally originated from the Darren Henley report where he identified that music education was Apache across the country which led to the plan being made. For the case of music education hubs, uh, they needed to build on the work of local authority music services that this will be provided by music education hubs from September 2012 following recommendations in the Henley review. And also 
in hubs in every area will help drive the quality of service locally with scope for improved partnership, working better value for money, local innovation and greater accountability. Many hubs will link work in the early years, in some cases with hub partners, drawing on funding from trusts, foundations or youth music that has recently launched a funding module supporting music in the early years. And also to support this, it also includes that music benefits the wider life of the school and so each should have a choir and aspire to have an orchestra or a large scale ensemble to encourage younger people and children to play in orchestras and to keep learning an instrument to continue with their development. The plan also details how the government should set core roles for hubs to ensure national consistency and equality of opportunity. These core roles are to ensure that every child between the ages of 5 to 18 has the opportunity to learn a musical instrument other than voice through whole class ensemble teaching programmes for ideally a year or to a term of weekly tuition on the same instrument that the child plays and provide opportunities to play in ensembles and to form from an early stage including primary school and to ensure that clear progression routes are available and affordable to all young people who want to go on to do GCSE and A-level and music and university and to develop a singing strategy to ensure that every pupil sings regularly and that choirs and other vocal ensembles are available in the area of the music education hub. As funding has become tighter within those few years of the national plan coming into B, it, it says within the plan that as funding becomes tighter, it is important that they make the most of the resources available. Funding allocations covering 1st of April 2012 to 31st of March 2015 are announced alongside the national plan. And there will be funds will be distributed to hubs following an open application process and these will be conducted by the Arts Council England or just the Arts Council. To add to this point of providing music education to younger people, primary schools play an important role in fostering people's interest in music and secondary schools in developing that interest further onto university and A-level. The earliest foundation stage which was made within the plan, requires that children in early years settings, including reception classes, are provided with opportunities to explore music using a variety of songs and musical instruments to match movements within music. Music is currently a saturated part of the national curriculum in primary schools and secondary schools for all 5 to 14 year olds and it includes opportunities to play musical instruments to sing, to listen and appraise, to compose, to read and write music and to perform. The government at this stage was also reviewing the national curriculum with a view to slimmer the focus of key knowledge and it also suggested that all schools including academies and free schools would provide high quality music education as part of a broad and balanced spectrum and as a result of the national curriculum review they would all schools would have to follow the national plan and follow the conclusion of the national curriculum review. 
Also within the plan it also highlights that hubs and schools or clusters of schools will work together to determine what higher quality music education looks like in a local context and who will be responsible for the deliver delivery of each aspect of this plan. For children's progression in music education, a partnership working will be helped by hubs to promote next steps in musical progression to pupils and their parents by drawing on a range of local, regional and national organisations to help progression. Also, the national plan also includes uh, words on initial teacher training and how most of these teachers in secondary schools hold music related degrees and most of the primary school classroom teaching of music is provided by non-specialist teachers so many music teachers are professionally isolated and may lack confidence in teaching music so to, to deal with this the plan suggested that building on the work started by the training and development agency for schools the teaching agency through work with ITT providers will trial new primary music ITT modules in the summer of 2012 to boost new teachers confidence and skill in teaching music and better enable them to network and get support from delivering music education hubs. One of the most important sections of the National Plan for Music Education is meeting the music education needs of all children and because music provision between schools and other providers across the country can be varied between the respective roles of hubs and schools, uh, both schools and hubs will have an important role to ensure the equality of access to opportunities and it says in the national plan that hubs will undertake a regular needs analysis across all children and state schools in their area and they should look at a range of opportunities and resources currently available in the schools and beyond and how these fit within the needs of all pupils and also because all pupil circumstances will will be varied they need to look at their abilities and level of engagement over the course of their time in school and to make sure that they are involved in organisations such as the National Youth Music Organisations and sort of music and dance schemes across the country. And the last thing to mention with the National Plan of Music Education is the role of new leadership of music education hubs and it says within the uh, the plan that they will develop productive partnerships that improve the pr music provision offered to children and within my research I have looked at the North Somerset music partnership and all the sponsoring par partners within that and they all seem to work very well together and providing children in rural areas such as Staunton, Nelsey with really good access to music education. The National Plan for Music Education is due for review in this year of 2020. However, because of the current situation with coronavirus, I believe it will most likely be dealt with towards the end of the year, maybe the start of next year. And I really hope that there is more funding for music education hubs and there's more guidance for teachers to be taught professionally within their careers so that they can teach music effectively to children and younger people.
Thank you for listening to this podcast and I hope you enjoy the other episodes within the series and thank you very much.